Brandon Brands. Hey everyone, today I am interviewing John Lee Dumas. That's right, John Lee Dumas, one of the top podcasters out there from Entrepreneurs on Fire. You have to check this one out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 welcome, welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in each week. We have interviews on Mondays with top marketing experts and entrepreneurs that have changed the game. We have Wednesdays where we get down and dirty in strategy, and Fridays are freestyle, kind of behind the scenes. And just wanted to let you know, I appreciate you guys listening. Mondays are some of my favorites because I really get to bring to you some of the best and brightest out there. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'd appreciate it if you go to brandonbrands.com to learn a little bit more about me and what I can help you with, which, you know, depending on where you're at, it could be anything. It could be free content, could be coaching, or it could be our community of entrepreneurs that are online. So go to brandonbrands.com. That's where you could learn the most about it. And at the end of this, if you've appreciated it, please go to iTunes and leave a, a review and a five-star rating to let us know that you are here. So with no further ado, John Lee Dumas is our guest today. And I'll tell you what, this was one that I'd been waiting for, that I'd been working towards. This was not an easy guest to get. John is so demanded or in demand that he definitely has to pick and choose who he speaks to. So it was an honor to get to talk to him and I'll be transparent. It wasn't because he knows me or he, you know, thought that I have a great podcast uh, I actually had to work my way into this relationship by signing up for an offer that he had put out that uh, was a coaching program that was, uh, I think, a Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi program that he had an affiliation with. And through that, as a bonus for uh, going through him, was offering some of his time, both as in, in a coaching format and as a, uh, for interviews. So I took advantage of both. And I think that's what you guys got to do to get out there and, and get what you guys are looking for. You guys got to sometimes invest in the people that you want to meet and know. And that's what I did. So I had a great strategy session with him. He was so kind in giving advice and so knowledgeable in, in answering the questions that I had. And then we had this awesome podcast session where I got to interview him and ask him questions that would serve you guys. So I'm so excited to get this out to you guys today because I had to invest to get this content for you. So I hope you appreciate it and understand where, what I'm coming with today. So let me tell you a little bit more about John and Entrepreneurs on Fire. If you haven't heard of it, immediately go to iTunes and hit subscribe on Entrepreneurs on Fire, which is the name of the podcast. And it's one of the, if you search entrepreneur, uh, it's going to be one of the first podcasts that pops up. It's one of the top podcasts in the game for entrepreneurs. What John has built over time, not only has it been this amazing podcast, he also built this community called Fire Nation. 
and these resources for helping you build podcasts for your yourself. So it, the community is called uh, of podcasting is called Podcasting Paradise or Podcasters Paradise, which is where you can learn how to build your podcast from scratch or get coached on how to do it uh, top to bottom. Right. So anyway, great resources out there. Now, when John started, he basically saw a need in the market for a daily podcast. He didn't see something that was serving him. So he said, I'm going to go and do this. So imagine having to create something every day and committing to that five days a week for, you know, over a year to get yourself going, right? That's a big commitment. And that's what the kind of step that he took. Uh, And he shares this timeline. You've got to go to eofire.com to get the full picture. Besides his story and his resources, he shares his his monthly income. He's the only person out there that I know that does this, where every month he shares his monthly income. So you could see how he's making money, not just podcasting, but all the different income streams from coaching to everything else, his subscription products. It shows July, 2019, he made $183,000 and some change in the month of July. It's impressive, right? So if you want to know how to do this, you got to you know check out what he's been doing. So in 2012, he started this podcast. He hired a mentor, Jamie Masters, who is renowned as a, an amazing business coach and started to record some interviews in 2012 and launched. He launched his website, which had like 145 people visit it, you know, not much, uh, launched a podcast and immediately because of his format and the work he started to put in right off the bat, he got noticed in some of the top uh, marketing minds in the game, including Barbara Cochran, Seth Godin, Guy Kawasaki. I mean, if you know anything about marketing, you know, these guys, right? Uh, he got them to reach out and to be, uh, to be on his podcast or he reached out to them and said, like, let's do this. And 2013, he wrote his first ebook called Podcast Launch, realizing that he wanted to support this community. He had his first 10,000 people listening in a single day in February of 2013. So within a, a, you know, just less than a year had that happened for him, which, you know, you could see the kind of work he's putting in here because, you know, most podcasts average like 200 an episode in a day and he's got 10,000. And then he started working with sponsors pretty much right after that in April. Uh, And then, you know, things kind of progressed for him. He launched a mastermind. He launched, it's called Fire Nation Elite. He launched his Podcasters Paradise group, which I told you guys about. He hired Lewis Howes as a mentor that year. So you guys can start to see his pattern here. And I I tell you this because I think you have to look at what people have done to get where they are to figure out how you can unravel and unwind these steps that they've taken to get and do the same thing that they've done. You've got to look back at the, where they started, not where they are now to do this. Right. And in that year, he, in the December, the end of that year of 2013, he had his first hundred K net income month. That's important. I mean, we're, most of us are trying to just struggle to get that in a year. And he, it took within a year's time, he was able to make that in a month. So these are the kind of steps and, and uh, tasks you've got to put yourself to committing yourself to a higher purpose. Because at the beginning, it's not going to be easy, right? At the beginning of 2013 or 2014, he was awarded best of iTunes in 20 from 2013 and kept on going, launched his webinars, launched a show with his, his wife called Kate's take, and then just mm-hmm. kept on going free podcast courses. His first in 2015 hit 1 million listeners in a single month had his first $400,000 revenue month and it just kept going and going and going. 2016, he launched some journals that helps you kind of plan your day and plan how to launch podcasts and that kind of stuff. 
And it just literally keeps going, guys. In 2017, uh, the the podcast was five years old. He started launching events, uh, started launching his online, some more online courses, just build, continuing to build that community. All I could tell you is if that's not enough to get you going, uh, just listen to the episode today and just take what you can from, you know, for the people that are thinking about podcasts, this is the way to think about it and frame your mind to get it done. So appreciate you guys and enjoy my conversation with John Lee Dumas. Brandon Brand. Hey, John, thanks again for jumping on today. Uh, I got the the pleasure of talking to you last week, which was was huge for me to get a little bit of strategy time with you. But again, excited to bring you in today to just hear a little bit about kind of podcasting and the work you've been doing with entrepreneurs so that some of the audience that listens to the Brands on Brands on Brands podcast can take some of that knowledge with them out there into the world. And for those people out there, the, the what excites me today is that you've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and you've been building this podcasting people that things that people ask about all the time right now you've been doing since 2012 it's been now and uh one of the the most you know on fire podcasts out there if you will uh to to steal one of your puns i'd love to get it going and jump right in since your time is short today and i want to make sure i I use all of it to our advantage Uh, i'd love to start with your podcast community I think you've built something like really special in this, this, this fire community uh, uh, that you've built. Tell me about that community and how you're helping them today. What's, what's the thing that you help them with the most? So first off, thank you for having me on the show. Much appreciated. Love what you're building over there with brands on brands on brands. And I have little to zero doubt this is going to be a really valuable episode for your listeners. So uh, let's get into the business. I, you know, so for me, the, kind of more aerial version of your question is going to be, how do I know what to create for my audience, for my listeners, for Fire Nation? And the answer is I do things that don't scale. I get on a call with them and I ask them, what is your biggest struggle? And I listen. And then I get on a call with another person. I do the same thing. And I collect all these valuable data points. And then I hear and I see and I categorize their biggest struggles. And I decide, what should be the next solution that I create for them? And back in 2013, when I did that a bunch, the struggle that a lot of people were having is, John, I'm passionate about health or yoga or food or gardening or skating or whatever it might be, but I don't know how to start a podcast around that topic. So I launched a podcasting community called Podcasters Paradise, how to create, grow, monetize your own podcast. That was me providing a solution to a major struggle that my listeners were having. And so for anybody that's listening to this or watching this or whatever it might be, that's your answer is go to your people, create your free, valuable, and consistent content around your passion, your niche, your skills, your expertise, and then build an audience around that topic. And then ask that audience, what are you struggling with? Listen to them and then decide what solution do you want to provide in the form of a, of a product or a service or a community? That's the road to success. You know, what's interesting is you, you did what, I, what I'd say is opposite of a lot of businesses. You know, usually they build the business first, they figure out a service, and then they try to then, after they've done that for a little bit, try to then figure out how do I communicate with them and market it. Uh, you started with the people. You started with a message and a platform, which was podcasting for you. It could be anything for you know, whoever it is out there. But you started with podcasting. You had a voice. And then you built the products around the people, which is, which is a different model. So I'd like to take that back a step. If you have to build 
like start like you did and find your voice first. Like, how did you go about doing that? How did you know, A, that podcasting was the right platform for you, but B, what to talk about? Because I went to things that I enjoyed, my passions, my interests, my desires. And I looked around and I said, wow, I'm listening to podcasts every single day as I drive to work, as I hit the gym, as I'm going you know, for a walk with my dog, as I'm folding laundry. I'm just consuming podcasts. I love this medium. I connect with it. I get it. I see why it's a powerful, powerful form of media. And oh, by the way, what I wish existed in this medium was a daily podcast that interviews entrepreneurs so that I could hear a new interview every single day and it didn't exist. And so I said, that's a void. That's a niche that I can fill. Not good at first, because of course I'm not going to be good at something I've never done before, but I'm going to put into reps. I'm going to do it every single day. I'm going to get a little bit better. And that's how I came up with the idea of, let me provide value first. And this kind of circles back to my favorite quote by Albert Einstein, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. And that was where I failed the first 32 years of my life as I was chasing success. Where I started to succeed in this world is when I flipped that on its head, listened to that quote and just became a person of value. I put out a completely free one minute video every single day on all the platforms, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, just a quote, just to inspire people. That's free. That's valuable. That's consistent. Same thing with my podcast. I'm putting out over 2,200 podcasts since 2012. That's free. That's valuable. That's consistent content. I'm just giving this value to the world, building an audience around that and saying, oh, by the way, thank you for first and foremost for being part of my audience, for being part of Fire Nation, for listening to this content, for finding it valuable. What's your biggest struggle? What are you struggling with? Because I don't want to assume what you're struggling with because I'm probably going to assume incorrectly, but you tell me and then I'll decide if I want to create a solution to that. And of course, a lot of problems that people have, I don't want to create solutions for. I'm not going to, but some things I do. And that's what's turned into the Podcasters Paradise community. That's what turned into the Freedom Journal, the Mastery Journal, the Podcast Journal. All the different things that we've done over the years have been as a result of that process. Yeah, what I'm thinking about is for the businesses out there that, that are thinking, I should do a podcast to help get my business out to people. I feel like there's a lot of people that think like that and, and then end up failing. What do you think some of the challenges are when you're starting a, a podcast, for example, for the first time that you might be missing the mark because maybe you're focusing on the wrong target? So the thing is, is that people oftentimes do focus on the wrong target because they say, oh, look what John Lee Dumas is doing over here. Look what Pat Flynn's doing over here. Look what Amy Porterfield is doing here. Look what Lewis House is doing over here. Like they look at these people who have achieved a certain level of success and they just say like, I'm going to go in that immediate direction. But you have your own unique set of skills, your, your own unique set of, of, of value. You have your own passions, your own excitements. Like trying to recreate our wheel that we've already created, it's going to be a tough road to hoe because you're just a different, unique, individual person. Should you learn from people that have come before you? Absolutely. Like, should you stand upon the shoulders of giants? Of course. Like I've learned from so many people along the way who came before me who are doing things right now. But at the end of the day, you've got to find your own special, unique niche. Nobody was doing a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So I was the best, number one daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs from day one. I was also the worst. I was also <laughs> the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. What can you be the best, the worst, the only at from day one? 
that's your thing. Right. And what I love is that idea of there, sometimes your curiosity, you know, drives something that you could be good at that you can put the effort into. For a lot of people out there, whether they've started a business or not, or they're just thinking about it for the first time, or even honestly, like people getting out of college for the first time, I think there's some value in finding your voice and like honing a perspective. And some of that is just by creating content that you think is interesting on your own. But then you bring in this, this interview component into yours. And what do you think, what's, the, what's that, why is that so critical that you start bringing in other people into your content? And it's not just you talking to the world. Because the world is a collision of ideas. The world's a collision of opportunity. The world's a collision of people. I mean, it's a sad place, you know, if you're just like living on a mountaintop in a little hut by yourself. And, you know, there's some Buddhist monks that hypothetically might be happy doing just that. Who knows? But I mean, we're humans, like we're meant to interact, we're meant to engage, we're meant to exchange ideas, to make ourselves better, to get out of our comfort zone, you know, to get different perspectives, to see things that are outside of our own little sandbox. So those are all the reasons. Like I bring guests on all the time that I don't agree with a good part of what they say, 10%, 50%, 75%. Some of them, I don't agree with anything that they say, but it's interesting to talk about and to think about and to maybe, you know, have them impact my thinking in a way. And that's where the collision of ideas comes, you know, to a real valuable conclusion. It's when you're able and willing to have an open, honest conversation. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the biggest negative in most podcast interviews, and I hear it all the time, and I just, I personally don't like it, but I hear it all the time. And it's with some of your, your biggest podcasters that you'll listen to is, you know, like somebody's going to have Gary Vaynerchuk on the show. And this happens all the time with Gary Vaynerchuk is like, He'll be on the show as a guest and he'll be saying his spiel and his stick. And he kind of has like the same three or four things that he says, all of which I completely agree with. Like, I love what Gary Vaynerchuk preaches and what he talks about. And then you'll just hear this guest just like completely conforming to everything that Gary's saying. Like, he's just placating him. Like, the guest will say something and Gary's like, no, 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 I don't agree with that at all. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I love that Gary did that and disagrees with him. But then here's the guest just like, me, 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 let me rephrase what I was trying to say to make it, you know, exactly what you were saying. And I'm like, no, it's okay to have a different perspective, a different opinion. Like when I have Gary Vaynerchuk on, he says, I don't agree with you. I'm like, we're gonna have to agree to disagree, brother, because like, this is what I think for better, or for worse. That's what you think for better, or for worse. Like, you know, may the best man win and like whatever it might be. And to me, that's just better. That's a better conversation. You know, that's better communication. That's just a better thing of just like having somebody that, you know, the, this host is just trying to placate to whatever the guest is kind of like railroading like and this is by the way your cue to be like john i disagree with everything you just said that's your chance this is your chance well you're putting me in a hard spot there john i've definitely disagreed with some guests but you just haven't said those things yet well i hope in the future and you might have done this in the past i don't know when that occurred you say i just don't agree with you yeah no i definitely have but what i think is interesting in what you're saying is, you know, if you're out there trying to find your voice, but also if you're out there and you're just talking to yourself, you're not elevating the conversation because it's just, it's not two way. It's you just, just talking to the world. And I did that. I had, I, it was practice for me. I don't think it's okay. I think it's okay to start with just yourself. If you're trying to figure out what your perspective is and how you talk, but you do have to bring someone into that conversation at some point. Otherwise you're talking to yourself. And also there's, I'm I'm actually really glad you said that. I'm going to cut in here because this gives me an opportunity to disagree with you because I do disagree with that comment. What I agree with that you said is that bringing somebody else in brings a whole different aspect of things and and, and really can elevate the conversation. At the same time, I love the shows that are like Monday interviews, 
Thursday topics where the guest is consistently being just a solo voice and just sharing their thoughts. Because sometimes I don't want to just hear an interview where it's just, you know, somebody talking, you know, about, you know, their life and their this and their ups and their downs and their devastating moments. I'm just like, cry me a river. I get it. Everybody's had a tough life. Like, wow, wow, wow. Like, let's get past that. Let's get to the good stuff. And that's why sometimes I love topic-based episodes where it's just meat and it's just a host sharing their well-formed thoughts. So I think that those can be great shows and they can add a lot of value, but I like both. Like I really do like the both. And that's why my show for the most part is an interview-based show, you know, frankly, because I just enjoy having the conversations more than having to sit down and come up with, you know, what would be a topic-based show. It's not my strength. Yeah. Oh, you must have looked at the format of my show and seen that there's there's interviews some, on Mondays and then, you know, just me pontificating on Wednesdays. No, I didn't. And it's surprising <laughs> there is with you being so negative about just pontificating. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, you never like to hear yourself speak. But what I found is the Friday, like the more like free flowing Friday where I just talk about what's going on in my life is actually you know, where people start to tone in. I think bringing that into our businesses is something that we all can do a little bit more of if you're if you're not if you're especially a solo company if you're a service-based company you're the face of your company giving people a little bit of yourself has proved valuable do you get to do that in what you're doing as well not as much as i'd like to which is why i really like the idea of what you're talking about because when you're the host of a podcast and you're you're interviewing somebody your goal and your job is to shine the spotlight on them whereas you know you're an authority figure you're an influencer like you should be able to shine the spotlight on yourself as well and that can really bring you closer and build you up in the eyes of your listeners much faster and quicker as an authority figure, as that, you know, influencer that you're looking to build that personal brand through. So let me ask one question. Let me put the, the spotlight on you, as you say, because, the, you know, the last the valuable piece you gave me last time we spoke was, you know, this idea of a, you know, someone's first marketing strategy. And I'd like to, to ask you the same question for the entrepreneurs out there that are just getting started and building their brand for the first time and figuring out how to structure this, the communication with their people. Like, what do you do first? That's a big question. So for me, it's going back to the first thing you need to do is know the avatar, the perfect listener of your podcast, the perfect viewer of your show, the perfect reader of your blog, whatever that might be the first thing you need to do is know your avatar because after that, everything goes to what would my avatar want? And if you know who your avatar is and their pain points or obstacles or challenges or struggles, everything else revolves around that and it makes it all so much easier. So that's my advice. All right. Thank you for your time today, John. You are an idol to me and many out there. So appreciate your time, brother. Be squared. It was awesome. Take care. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.